Welcome to Young, Dumb, and in Love. Here at Young, Dumb, and in Love, we want to equip better marriages. We want you to have an absolutely amazing relationship with your husband or wife, and we want to help give you tools to do that. Well, welcome back to Young, Dumb, and In Love. We're so glad that you guys are here today. Today, we have some very special guests, some people that uh, we found on Instagram, actually. And we, they were talking about some few things that we were super interested in, that we totally talk about, but they broke it down in a brand new way for even just my perspective on life. Um, and so we would love to have this conversation with them. But today, we have Seth and Melanie, the best last name in the world, Studley. Studley. <laughs> Seth Studley. Anyways, thank you guys so much for being on Young, Dumb, and In Love today. We're so excited that you guys are here to to chat with us. Um, And today, as we talk, before we even get there, I would love for you to tell even just our audience a little bit more about who you guys are and uh, where you come from. Yeah, right on. So thank you so much for having us. It's, we always like to connect with cool people who are sharing the space uh-huh. and putting good out there. So thumbs up to that. Thank you for your work. So my name is Seth Studley. Um, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. My wife, Melanie, created our podcast. We've been married 18 years. Uh-huh. We got three kids. Originally, I'm from South Carolina. I've been out here in the Pacific Northwest, just right outside of Seattle for about 20 years. She grew up here. We had an abysmal marriage, although I was a licensed marriage and family therapist. Melanie punched me in the face, got a black eye. And then after we healed through that, because that took a minute to heal from, we said, let's share our mess and turn our mess into our message. And that's what the podcast, that's where the podcast was birthed from. And uh, let's see, about six years later, 500 episodes later, we're still doing it, right? Yeah, we've got 4 million downloads. We've got, I mean, it's, it's been crazy. This, and it literally, we started it because when we were going through everything, like when it was the hardest time in our relationship. And when I gave Seth a black eye, we couldn't find resources that were like authentic and genuine. Like everything felt really like candy coated and like super vanilla, like, Oh, we'll just, you know, like learn your love languages and like be nicer to him. And I was like, Oh no, that's not going to work for us. And so that's why we created our shows. We want to like talk about all of the important things, talk about the heavy stuff, talk about the hard stuff, talk about the good stuff, talk about what it, how it, like what it takes to change and to grow in your marriage. And so it, it turned into our business now. So mm-hmm. we are coaches now, um, which you could have never told me. I would have never believed you if you'd have said that to me 13 years ago or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And you guys are just uh, an encouragement to us to knowing that, hey, you can do something and make your dreams come become reality, you know, and taking what you love the most, which is your marriage, you know, like taking something like that and making it a full a, a business and something that you do is such an yeah. awesome thing. Um, and it just shows you that no matter what you put your mind to, whatever you put your work into, like you can make that into something that's real and viable. Um, and then for you, so 18 years, that's awesome. Good. Congratulations on that. When's your Thank actual you. anniversary? Thank you. August seventh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so it just passed not that not that long ago. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. We actually live right across the street from uh, the former golf course where we got married, and the it church? turned into a church, and that's where we go to church. So yeah. <laughs> that's cool. awesome. It's in an old barn. It's like the coolest church, so yeah. it's, it's very cool. Yeah. And that... Melanie, you grew up in Washington. Yep, I grew up right down the street from where we live right now. Yeah, okay. out in Maple Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) With you guys, you guys have talked a lot. And now 
a ton on your Instagram. In fact, you had a whole thing called Foovember. Is it Foovember? Is that what you called oh, it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you had this yeah. whole thing called Foovember. And I, at first when I saw it, I'm like, Foo, like I have a friend named Foo. Like that's, that's all I could think of. You know, I have a guy, but when you guys started breaking it down, it really yeah. sparked my interest on um, how you guys are talking about this because even with our marriage, you know, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She grew up in Puyallup, New, Me- or Puyallup, New Mexico, <laughs> Puyallup, Washington. <laughs> and when I moved there, it was like a culture shock for me. You know, I had my own culture that I was used to, my family, the way I grew up. And then I, I go there and it was like the biggest culture shock of my life. Um, and I remember even calling my mom and be like, mom, I have no idea where you drop me off, but this is crazy. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to do with myself. Right. But then I, when we start dating and I go to her family's house, like everything was different, right? I mean, we, I, I come from a Hispanic family where there's a lot of cultural things that we hold on to for a very long time. And, and that's okay. I love that. But for her, like it was, it, it was almost like going into the wild, wild west. That's what it felt like to me. It wasn't at all. But for me, it felt like that at first. And I, and so you would say that going to Puyallup, Washington yeah. is more wild <laughs> west than Albuquerque, New Mexico? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because okay. I, because where I I ask you like yeah yeah I would love to know like what specific things felt like for you like what was it that felt so different about well in her family of origin well first of all I grew up in Albuquerque New Mexico in Albuquerque if you don't know it's there's a lot of Hispanics out there right I mean that's basically primary primarily what it is and then when I went to Puyallup like I felt like I was the only one you know so culturally in that way it was really really like shocking because I didn't know what to do with myself I'm like Mm -hmm. what is happening you know and so that was the biggest thing and then going to her house everyone was pretty like you know okay for instance uh meals we kind of just ate wherever and hung out and talked and you know and that was different for me i grew up where you know we had a little bit more formal or we you know my mom cooked a certain dinner every night we sat together and we you know it was just a little bit different in that way so there was that's why i felt like the wild wild west because to me it was like everyone's kind of just everywhere just doing whatever like her little brother's stripping almost down to his underwear, playing basketball. I don't know what to do with myself. You know, like it was crazy. Um, but that was the biggest thing just because it was so different. We, I would say we're more traditional in the Hispanic way. Right. And then they were like, I don't even know for me, it was like, what are their traditions? Do they have traditions? What am I supposed to do with like right. Teledigan nights? I don't know what to do yeah. with my hands, you know? <laughs> it's funny. Cause we have that same story, but like kind of swapped where sets, grandmother is from England like mm-hmm. proper she came mm-hmm. to America in the 40s on a ship the Queen oh, Mary wow. actually and mm-hmm. she's like 96 now she's a matriarch of their whole family right so when we go to South Carolina that's where she lives now when I went to visit so I'm from near Puyallup right I'm from Seattle Pacific huh. Northwest like I've had a shaved head I've got tattoos everywhere piercings in high school who cares nothing matters right so that's where I grew up and then I go to meet his family that is matriarchal from mm-hmm. a 90 something year old woman and the, the tradition in England, I mean, it's the, one of the very first things she said to me when I was there, we were eating like br- Sunday brunch at her house. And she mm-hmm. just turned and looked at me and she goes, who taught you to hold a knife like that? I was like, <laughs> taught me how to hold a knife? No, and I just was like, I figured it out. I don't know. I'm doing it wrong. Like, so it was really weird. And there's all these. So it was the, kind of the opposite for yeah. me too. Like your, your um, experience was very similar to mine. I was like, I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah, you felt very 
kind of out of place, like that, yeah. that culture shock yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we have that, you know, like talking about family of origin, um, we learn how to be married from our family of origin, traditions, yeah. mealtimes, who's cooking, who's mm-hmm. not cooking, who's taking care of the kids, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And that plays, I mean, it, how can it not play an integral part into like what we create or what you guys create now and what you expect of your spouse. Yeah. You know, like if I, if in, if in my family of origin, my mom's the only one that cooks and dad sits on the couch, then that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to look at him and think, Oh, well, I'm supposed to cook and you're supposed to sit on the couch, but, but he's a way better cook than I am like Mm -hmm. way, way better. And so for years we tried that I cook and you don't, and it was awful. Like I'm just not a good cook. And so yeah. it was one of those family boards, like, un- yeah. like an unspoken rule where we're like, we have, we've 